Good evening, and welcome to a very special episode of the Funbox Monster Podcast. hey Tonight Hey-o. I would like to introduce my two co-hosts, <laughs> Mr. Matt Awkward and my lovely wife, Michelle. Hello, I don't have folks. a last name. Neither <laughs> uh, does he. Listen, I... Yeah. To be fair, Matt has a pseudonym so that he doesn't get looked up online. Um, and this is my wife, Michelle Soulier, uh, who has a new book coming out, <laughs> Bigfoot in Maine. And uh, it is her birthday, so she wanted to do this episode Happy specifically. Birthday! So we're going out of our way to do something that we would not normally do. Normally we are an exclusive horror podcast, but... Uh, we're doing this this movie. This movie that, has a chainsaw killer and yes. a sea monster. To be fair, and you Michael are Berryman. And yeah. Michael Berryman. So so we're gonna do that today. How's everybody doing? Fantastic. I'm pretty darn good. <laughs> oh good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm super psyched for this because I just watched this movie for the first time in my life this morning, and I just watched it again right before coming here, and I'm really looking forward to actually watching it a third time soon because I am in love with it. We've been trying to get Matt to watch this for a really long time. We lent him the VHS. Of, no, you did not. We tried no, we to. We couldn't we find it. Oh, that's what happened. <laughs> so, yeah, we've been trying, and uh, it is, it's awesome. This is this is one of the Matt's, weirdest movies Matt's ever. Matt's brain is an idiot, so usually when you recommend something to him, like he's like, yeah, check that out, and then he never gets around to it. <laughs> but he's always he's always good at watching it if he has a deadline, like, we're going to do a podcast right. on it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Ooh, I should watch You're this movie it. for this. <laughs> I, I, I do want you to know that Tristan... Uh, has been complaining about watching this movie all week. What? <laughs> Listen, I've seen it six or seven times at this point. Uh, that's the only. That's I can't the only wait reason. to watch it that many times. <laughs> I may have seen some. it more than that actually. It's now that I lot. think about it. Uh, so yes, I've seen this movie a lot of times, and it it never gets any less weird. Um, I'm I'm excited to talk about it, even though because it's a musical, it's going to be tough. Yeah. Because like. I'm probably 65 to 75% of the runtime is going to be songs. Yeah. Uh, but weird shit happens during those it songs. It made me oh, get yeah. a crush on Pia Zadora. <laughs> and then I got a crush on Craig Schaefer when he was walking around with those panthers. Yeah, that's, it's uh, the, the sad, really old <laughs> panther that yeah. looks like it's like on the brink of death. <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's a pure sex symbol panther. <laughs> If you're going to get the... Oh, we'll talk about it. Oh, my God. Okay. He, he offshoots the old panther by taking his shirt off. Like, I mean, balance is a balancing act. To be fair, of the two of them, he looks a hell of a lot more like a panther. <laughs> yeah. Um, he does have that a panther, panther makes him uh, look really good. Yeah. Uh, you know, that might be the other thing, is that he looks really good in comparison to the panther. Uh, okay, so we start this fun film off. With a giant spaceship flyover of a flying V spaceship. <laughs> it looks just like a flying V Gibson guitar. It smashes through the title, and this immediately makes you enamored of this movie. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's just a lot of effort into that title card being I, blown up. I was surprised. It's so, like, everything's made of foam, and you can see the glitter falling, and you can see the strings and all that stuff, and it's mm-hmm. just... It's fun. It's like a mashup between The Muppet Show and MST3K. It's yeah. very Muppet Show. Like, that intro is super Muppet Show. Um, so we get... This is a really, really long opening sequence, but we get the plot kind of introduced by a real, like, looks like a Radio Shack toy robot. Um, 
the he's big. But huge, <laughs> explaining that the crew of the ship have been obsessed with rock and roll music and they've been searching the galaxy for its origin. And so we scan through, we get a little very Muppet Show-like moment of scanning through different planets. This is so weird here. Yeah. Because we get, oh, is it? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, we start out with the robot on the computer there. He's just like scanning planets and he's just like, oh, this one won't do. Nope, this one won't do. Oh, maybe this one. And then we just watch a completely unrelated music video. Oh, yeah. That has oh, one yeah. of the stars doing a duet with Jermaine Jackson. Jermaine fucking Jackson. But, but they threw us off totally because the first planet, Teldar, had like these weird puppets. Yeah, yes. I, I wanted more of that. Th- we that saw was... like a literal two seconds of them. And then like the Malox planet <laughs> was ballroom dancing. So very, very Muppet show. Yeah, it's really Muppet show. <laughs> Um, I want. Were, were those puppets? Does anybody know? Were they from something else, or was that? I think they had. Was to. that completely built for this movie to they, be on screen for really all of familiar. two seconds? Yeah. It had to be. It had to be just like something they stole or something they owned, because there's no way. Can you imagine the dude that built them though? If it was for this <laughs> oh, movie, he's like, "All right, cool. Time to tune into my movie and see my creations." Oh, what? Two seconds. Yeah, that's cool. They'll be back. Oh, what? Oh, you mean like when I watched Fargo because Bruce Campbell was in it? <laughs> God damn it! Turned out he was like on a uh, he was on a TV in the background. I was gonna say in I a soap being opera. In that movie. I haven't seen yeah, it in yeah. high school. But. Like literally, there's a soap <laughs> opera, and Bruce Campbell is on the soap opera on the TV in the background of the scene. It's like, damn it! <laughs> it made me not enjoy Fargo. I need to go back and watch it again. <laughs> I also want to watch that again. I, again, I have not seen that since high school. Yeah. So. Okay, so this music video is nuts. <laughs> Um, it's so cool. I've never heard this song before. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. You'll I hear it. Lo- I loved it. You'll hear it a couple more times. <laughs> I, st- I was on Wikipedia looking up Jermaine Jackson. For a <laughs> I was like, this is great. I do actually like it. It sounds like a like a lost track from the, the Jackson 5 record from the Victory Tour. It really has that kind of feel to it. It's not a terrible song. It was like a, almost like a mix of like '80s pop, but like almost like a stage musical at the mm-hmm. same time. The way it went, I, I liked oh yeah, it a lot. I really liked the uh, the biker nuns, the dudes all dressed up <laughs> like like motorcycle gang nuns in white outfits. That was cool, and also I really loved Jermaine Jackson's uh, cut off cable knit sweater with the really loose cable knits. Yes, that was very sexy. <laughs> Everything about the video is great. Except for the fact that it has no point being in this no movie. Well, th- the thing is, we're supposed to believe that this robot just tuned in to basically like MTV or something, saw this video, and he said, hmm, this is the planet that we want to go to because it's got stuff like this on it. Well, they're searching for the source of rock and roll music. The of- yeah. So, and oh, did they go to that planet? Because that-, that didn't say Earth. It didn't. Or is that what they I call think that's, Earth? I Earth? think that was Earth. Okay. I think they were like, hmm, this might be the one, is what he said. Like so he they wasn't went down to the planet convinced. and found a girl that looked exactly like the girl in the video? Yes, that was the idea. Okay. I must. No, I, no. Well, you know what? Actually, according oh, to oh my no. notes. Oh, God. That was planet Asarema, uh, which if you say it really fast, is rude. Um, <laughs> uh, of course it is. And, <laughs> and after they looked at that video... They were like, oh, wait, there's one more thing we could try. And then they flipped to Earth. Okay. And That makes more sense. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, this is it. And then he puts the little dolls in the six-pack right. into the thing. <laughs> yes. So Asarema? Asarema, yes. A-S-I. Oh, wow. oh, no, wait. A-C-I-R-E-M-A. Yeah. So that that's the Asarema <laughs> planet. 
I really crammed that joke there. in there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, God, God damn it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Uh, Matt, you're fired. The <laughs> fact that I, the fact that I just kept going and didn't even catch it, is the worst. That's the reason I'm angry. To be fair, um, so uh, that's what you, happens when you watch a movie that starts out with a dance rumble. Yes, there's so much. Uh, this this thing, the gangs are f- like everything they're doing. They get into these fights that are all solved by dancing, and they're all amazing. Like, okay, so... only real life works like that. I wish. So, the evil biker gang nun guy, he asks if there's a bar in this scumbucket town. In response, Jermaine Jackson starts singing a song at him. (laughs) And then they all go sit down and have uh, drinks. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Yes. So, uh, this is a Romeo and Juliet story of... Pia Zadora is a part of the nun biker gang and Jermaine Jackson is a part of the guys who really just kind of weren't doing anything and then start getting hassled by a bunch of guys dressed like nuns. Uh, and so, yeah, they they start singing together and there's a moment when the two of them are doing their duet and as soon as Pia comes around the corner, she looks at Jermaine Jackson and Jermaine Jackson looks so fucking disappointed when he sees her. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it's the weirdest moment in the whole movie. I did not pick up on that. He, like, either. his face kind of falls. Like, he's like, oh. <laughs> I was, oh. You read people wrong. Okay. He was, like, all about her. Yeah. <laughs> For the rest of the movie, he was. Or the rest of the video. <laughs> For the rest uh, of the video. three minutes. Yes. <laughs> and we never see Jermaine we again. never see him again. Um, yep. So, when the rain begins to fall, you'll ride my rainbow in the sky. <laughs> that song that is in my brain like forever every time I watch this Um, all right so after that we get them all rejuvenated we get the uh, the robot sticks the little dolls into the into this machine they go through a pneumatic tube so great and he's like rehydrating them or something (laughs) they all pop out full-sized instead of doll-sized and uh, every one of these movies has people like cryo sleeping or shit like that this one's like shrinking dolls going through your bank tube like it's the best and of course the dolls were being stored in his refrigerator too yes. like there was like a, an old like frigid air that he opens up <laughs> like and milk then, and a yeah. leftover rotisserie chicken <laughs> grabs out the people yep um, so all of these fake Devo guys have weird like letter names like the first guy is A B C D E F absolutely no just A B C D oh yeah and there's A E I O U, and there's like there's a bunch of Stuvix is my favorite. Stuvix, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's amazing. And but, they're all wearing amazing lightning bolt belts. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Their outfits are awesome. So this turned out to be an actual band. I was I looking up. Could not believe this. And it's called they're called Rima. Rima, from oh. uh, Michigan, I believe. That's why the robots or was call it Arizona? the Rima scan. Yes, okay. totally. Oh. Uh, oh, no, I think they were from Arizona, actually. And I guess they started as a Christian band and yep. then got new management. And um, new management turned them into a, a Devo clone. <laughs> and they did this movie. And the poor bass player, he was asked not to be in the movie, I guess. Like, he just didn't, like, so they only needed five dudes. And the actor, who was the lead um, bowl cut robot. Uh, Absent. Oh the no! Actor. So the other guys are the actual band, but they're like, we didn't have any room for the bass player. So, and he probably, I don't know, 
didn't have the right so look. So they just asked him not to be in it. Oh. Like, man, that sucks, dude. Uh, but, you know, really, who won out? Uh, everybody but the bass player. <laughs> Jeez. Um, Do you think they were still friends after that? Like, So how was shooting today, It depends guys? on whether he got paid or not. <laughs> yeah, right? Dude, I had a friend who was in, who was in a band locally that got signed, and they said, hey, we'll sign your band if you kick out the drummer. <laughs> and he, the drummer is a friend of mine, and they and were that like- that drummer is me! <laughs> that drummer is gone. No, that drummer was not me, thank God. But yeah, it was just like, yeah, he doesn't really have the right look. And Ooh. so, yeah, it was like- <laughs> Oh, ow, that's rough. And then, of course, after getting quote-unquote signed, they got dropped almost instantly. So, like everybody does. But, yeah, gross. (laughs) So, is that main Devo guy, I didn't even bother looking it up, is he Rocky from Rocky Horror? Uh, Or does he just look like him? I think he just looks like him. Okay. I don't know Rocky well enough to... Fair enough. I mean, I know it, but I haven't seen it in years, so I don't even... Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I I definitely know he's similar looking. Yeah. With that stupid hair. <laughs> <laughs> so they do a really insulting Devo parody. It's like, it's so close, but it's just just not right enough that it feels really insulting. Um, I think it's great. I, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, think, I think the last, I think Combine Man is great. I think that Combine song. Combine Man's fantastic. Could, yeah. like, there's like one tiny little bit that's not Devo enough for me, but like, they, that could be a Devo song. Mm hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sure Mark Mothersbaugh would beg to differ, but uh, <laughs> I think it's pretty great. So uh, after all this, all the singy-singy, uh, we get a we cut into the, the beach party part of this where they show the, they show the water. Somebody drops a surfboard in it, and it disintegrates because the water is so toxic. They, they mention uh, all the acid rain has yep. polluted the lake. Yeah, and we also get our first introduction to the tentacle in the yes. water and Pia Zadora does her first number which is a song <laughs> uh, uh, and, and but the, she's backed up by the pack band who yes. uh, is led by Craig Schaefer who's not there yet but Craig will not let Pia sing with yes. him with the band he won't even let her sing with the band not just with him so she's kind of sneaking in her song while she can yes yeah, because nobody can go swimming at the beach, so you might as well do something. You might as well do, some- <laughs> do she- massive musical numbers with like fifty or sixty backup people. <laughs> and I love her cheesy joke too. That's not even a play on the town's. The town's name is Spielberg. In Spielberg, this too. yeah, yeah, spelt differently. Yes, but she's like, this place may as well be called Boringville. <laughs> but at least you get to hang out at Lake Erie. Yeah, Erie. Oh boy. And I also love the um the heavy set girl that's jogging on the beach that they keep yes. cutting to, and she's got like a bullet vest but it's all filled with like baby roofs and snickers <laughs> that was like a thing in the 80s do you remember oh, yeah. that they uh-huh. always had like the fat person oh with yeah candy bars all every the time. single beach movie yeah just to just to make you it's know like if just a, how if a big person's working out they've always got like secret right. candy bars stashed in <laughs> yes. their pocket it's kind of like um mimes that were just everywhere in the 90s yep. and oh uh, yeah or was it 80s or 90s that had the asian photographers oh the, the 80s time? 80s 80s okay yeah it's just one thing. of those weird I was things. Just, I was just rereading The Dark Tower. Yep. And I was Song of Susanna. There's literally like an entire chapter in that book that's all Asian photographers. <laughs> There's, oh, that shit did not age well. Yeah. Holy 
fuck, that chapter is rough. Uh, but uh, know, weird tropes once, in movies. Once we skip over that, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Asian photographers and mimes and, and fat people with candy bars. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. And coroners eating sandwiches. Oh. Just all, all the little tiny mini tropes. <laughs> coroners eating sandwiches is the best one. Um, okay, so now Frankie shows up. Oh my goodness, everybody's terrified Frankie's because Frankie's here. Frankie's an abusive <laughs> bastard. Uh-huh. And it's Craig Schaefer from Nightbreed. Yeah. And he's a badass and everybody's all afraid of him. He's like a 50s greaser stereotype. Well, that's what this movie kind of comes down to. It's like this rockabilly band versus uh, the new wave. Yeah, I, th- peeps. I think that's the thing. And it's funny that like they they address this movie. They're like, well, you know, this is rock and roll. We're looking for, we're obsessed with rock and roll. And it's like, well, yeah, but you're not, <laughs> you're like, you're the new wave you're band. Like pop. Yeah. <laughs> like, Everything but rock and roll. Yeah. I think, I think the idea is that this is the new, this is where the world is going is towards Devo, which is, you know. It's okay with me. Yeah. <laughs> I can live with that. Would be amazing. <laughs> uh, okay. So we get them in their phone booth. Five years before Bill and Ted. Predating the Bill and Ted. Yeah. And uh, they get teleported down to the planet. Ruth Gordon is spying on a hot dude. She sees (laughs) that phone booth drop out of the sky. And she's like, whoa. (laughs) And she falls over. (laughs) And when her line there kills me. They're here. (laughs) Giant guitar. (laughs) It's It's an an attack. (laughs) (laughs) That an old war wound acting up again? (laughs) It's an attack. I love her so much. Yeah, she's so fun in this. And it was such a treat to see her in this, too, <laughs> yeah, being, it, being a huge uh, Harold and Maude fan. Yeah. She, she she clearly had a really good time. Yep. <laughs> she was, yeah. She, she was seemed like great. she was a really good sport with everything. <laughs> yep. So the phone booth hits the ground, and then they teleport out of it, which is a multi, multi-pronged thing, but whatever, um, because they couldn't fit everybody in the phone booth, I guess. Uh, and so they all decide that they need to transform their robot into something that's less conspicuous. <laughs> so they turn him into a sentient fire plug with boobs. Oh, uh, fire hydrant. Yeah. Which <laughs> is weird. It's a nice pairing if you think of K9. Yeah. From Doctor it, Who. Right. I mean, it's the kind two of those together, <laughs> you have a buddy cop team there. Ooh, there you go. So now Pia and Frankie are making out. Whatever. And then uh, some other teens are making out, too, and our our people find them and steal their clothes. For one scene. For one scene, and they never <laughs> use them again. They decided they didn't like them very much. <laughs> yeah. But the teenagers are psyched. They're happy to be naked. Yes. Some of them are. I think, well, one of them punches one of the other ones. <laughs> they... Mi- mixed, mixed reactions. Yeah. Okay, and so now we get into our weird fifties stuff. We got this. We got this fake stray cats in the fifties diner doing a doing a version of Justine by Don and Dewey, which is fine. And some of the members of that band look a lot like the guys from Six Six Sputnik. Yeah, I um, mean, probably just because of their weird hair. I know. Well, I but it's is, that just... a, is that a band? Oh, that. look them up sometime. <laughs> okay, six, six the Sputnik. images are worth it alone, and it's spelled S I G U E. Sig Sig. Sig, Sig okay. <laughs> yeah, there was a video. There was a movie Tristan, that we Tristan's used to... Tristan's always saying people on the show look like some kind of rock stars, and I never have any idea who he's talking about. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not a rocker. Uh, you're a mod. I know. I know how it is. Um, okay, so 
fake Devo finds an extraordinary village called Spielberg and enters. <laughs> they go into the 50s diner where that band is playing, and it's called Local Teenage Hangout. I love that sign. That's pretty good. <laughs> I, would, I would love to own that sign. Yes. This, this movie is, it's, it's totally like a, it's a very, very clever USA Up All Night. Yeah. In the movie. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, just, it's got that total ho- cokey factor. And yeah. it's nonstop. But it's like, nonstop, but it's not obnoxious. It's, like, super clever for what it is. Like, yeah. No, you're right. It and, like, the little touches is. with, like, Frankie, like, when, like, before the, the you know, Stray Cats clone band plays Justine, and Frankie's talking to Dee Dee. And he's like just sitting there eating a jar of maraschino cherries before she comes in, and then like he's the first thing he says to her is all nice. He's like, "It's not easy for me to say nice things, but <laughs> you know." So like, it's like it's got these great little dialogue bits that are sort of sandwiched in mm-hmm. in between yeah. everything else that kind of tell you more about the characters than they should. It's 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 fun. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. So right here we get. Uh, Frankie and his his gang are deciding whether or not to stomp the fake Devo. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and then the bathroom scene. Yeah. Then fake Devo starts to act really odd because they don't know what people do. They're aliens. So they start like oh, yeah. putting salt in their eyes and doing whatever weird have we seen the ba- straw sculptures. Have we seen the underpants dance yet? Or is that... We have not seen okay. the underpants dance yet. Uh, so right now. Pia goes into the ladies' room, and this is where the underpants dance starts. She asks if she's like, "Come on, doesn't a doesn't a guy like Frankie just bring something out in you?" And she's like, "Well, let me tell you about it." <laughs> and then, of course, they break into song, and everybody's pooping together at the same time and dancing with their feet. Uh, you and don't have to be, hey Matt, as a lady, you don't need to be pooping to sit in, to be sitting on a toilet. I like to think they're all pooping. I, uh, <laughs> they were pooping pals. <laughs> pooping pals. Oh, hmm. That gives me an idea for uh, a line no, of toys. No, 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 no. no. Pooping pals. Oh, <laughs> uh, come on. I'll help you make those toys. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I've been wanting to learn resin sculpture. <laughs> Kids need something to play with while they're on the toilet. Pooping pals. Uh, They're like those wrestling buddies that they used to sell in the 90s. Uh, Okay, so let's see. We go... uh, They're they're singing You Bring Out the Lover in Me. Right, yes. And uh, there's also some really awesome blue and black zebra-striped boots visible in one of the stalls. Oh, my God. And they all have, like, when they all bust out of the stalls, they all have posters of Craig Schaefer taped Uh on the inside of their bathroom stalls. Life-size. And there's graffiti that says things like, it ain't my job. (laughs) And Mustangs rule. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Which is very polite, I think. it's. I'm glad that they're, hey, is Mustangs rule, is that? All right with everybody? Is that all right? Is that cool? Is that cool? You gonna okay, argue good. with me? Okay. okay. I mean, listen, I Stallions yeah. are also nice. I I like a lot of things, so whatever. Um so some lady shows up who is running a dance. The I don't know what's going on. Okay. The is that, is that, what does that word mean? It's a fancy dance. Okay. A fancy like a formal dance. dance. Yeah. Everybody's oh. going to get dressed up like crazy in fluffy dresses and right. parade their stuff. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. So the main Aryan Devo guy 
He sees P- Pia, he falls in love, and then he explodes into a million pieces. <laughs> There's dismemberment. Yes. See, that qualifies <laughs> as horror. horror. That, it's true body horror in the yes. Cronenberg fashion. Uh, I love yeah. that he gets so turned on that he literally starts smoking and then explodes, and nobody seems to care Nobody that he's that. blown up <laughs> yeah. into, a, into a sea of, of severed limbs and confetti. The and everybody's just like, oh, shit, I guess I got an arm in my hair. Yeah. Oh, well. The Earth teenagers are totally nonplussed. They're like, what the yeah. hell is this? Yeah, they but live, they don't really react. They're they just live like, in a fake Tromaville, like so it's face. not yeah. surprising that they're a little. That's well, yeah, right. They're difficult to impress. They have a toxic waste lake. And yep. it has giant tentacles in it. Okay, and, I guess, I guess that does all make sense then. Yeah, What's so the they big deal? they drag him back up to the spaceship. And uh, they, the Combine Man starts playing, and then they start they they start playing Combine Man while they try to put him back together. He's been flattened out because they had a big printer and they were like really excited about this like flattened out gag so much so that they they bring it back at the end for literally no reason. That's what they probably used to print all the giant Craig Schaefer posters too. Oh, oh my god, man. you're right. Wow. They're so lucky that they have so many big Craig Schaefer posters. Portland, Maine's own Craig Schaefer, mind you. Oh, really? Oh, yes. I did not know that. Oh, yes. Don't try to talk to him, though. No. Oh, really? One of our friends did back in the day. <laughs> he was very rude. He turned into a panther and gutted him. <laughs> I think he's probably really hungry from the lack of body fat on him. I think it's just probably that he needs a sandwich. Um, oh, it's too bad to hear. No. <laughs> I've been walking around the city for a while. I've never seen him. Trying to say hi to him. I mean, he went to, did he go to Portland High? Is that where he went? I can't remember. He went to a, he went to a local high school, I think. What about a Judd Nelson? He ever been in here? I've never seen him in here, but. Only uh, at Spooky World. <laughs> yeah, I saw Judd Nelson at Spooky World. <laughs> but you weren't allowed to talk to him. No, we weren't allowed to talk to anybody. I wasn't allowed to talk to, uh, to, uh, oh my God, Kevin Bacon was there. There were so many people that we weren't allowed to talk to. But uh, Dio, he came in and I was like so tempted to just be like, ah, fuck it, I'll get fired. I'll run over and talk to Dio. He was there because he was like scoping out a place. He was like, oh, you know, we're running this haunt down in uh, Texas, uh, wherever it was. It was Louisiana. I think he was doing, I think he split it with Pantera. Mm -hmm. And so he was like around scoping the place out to see what it looks like and get ideas. So he was hanging out with the owner and it was really weird. It was really strange to see Dio just walking around like a normal person. Uh, but yeah, we were like under threat of instant firing if we said anything to Dio, oh, <laughs> if we wow. broke character. Um, okay, so this is when some lady, we find out she's like the grease monkey lady, but she's also putting on the cotillion. Mm-hmm. And she shows up to hire fake Devo to play this cotillion. Are you talking about Diane? I believe her name is Diane. Yes, thank you for taking better the one, notes. The than one I who did. rode onto the beach on a tractor with a keytar? Yes, that is correct. <laughs> that same Diane? That is that is the same Diane. I could not believe. I was like, "Oh, you know, Combine Man. I'm okay with this. You know, it's like a it's like a they're not they don't mean a oh fuck there's a tractor <laughs> come on <laughs> god damn it oh well um so <laughs> there's a really great scene here where they use the uh one of my favorite toys of the 80s the uh the radio shack armatron to construct a stimulator i had an armatron uh that my dad brought back from arizona for me when he was on a business trip 
Awesome. Was it the greatest toy ever? I really did enjoy it at the time. And now it, I, I've actually played with one in the in the past few years. I don't remember where, but I had, it was very, very dull. It, it's just one arm. <laughs> it is. I had the moving one, the tank tread one. You could drive it. Oh, whoa. That's you, you kind could, of awesome. You could drive it, but it still was just a robot with one arm. It just had one feature with this yeah. arm that could pick something up. So once you, you know what I mean, it once drives really it slow. Once you picked times. up an item a couple times, like, all right. Okay, I'm good. I mean, but those things must be amazing to hack, though. Like, you could do so many cool things with those. I want that robot. Uh, I forgot what it's called. Um, I've seen it in an ad in an old Playboy magazine, and it was basically like a serving oh, droid. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the. And they kind of advertise, like, using it at your parties to serve guests and stuff like that. Like, it's the that Omnibot. Could not apply- Omnibot. There we go. 2000. Omnibot 2000. Is it the 2000 or the 9000? Oh, God. I don't know. It's one of the two. Technicality. There's, there's the little stubby <laughs> one, and he, he was the. I think he was the 2000, and I think the really tall one that was the serving one was the 9000. Okay. I think I'm thinking of the. The, the tiny guy. But maybe I'm thinking him. of the big one. But, like, oh, my gosh, I couldn't even imagine if that was actually... I want to know if anybody ever actually had an Omnibot and used it at a party. For real, though? I had an Omnibot. <laughs> you did. I sure did. <laughs> could you get it to serve people drinks, or was it, like, ridiculous? No, you got it, and you could program it to move around and talk, and you could talk through it, and it had a it had a programmable tape deck. That's what I mean, but is it is it in any way feasible to program to do cool shit at a party? Or would that no. be way too complicated? No. I mean, the advertisements made it be like, it's your personal robo-butler. And, like, I mean, you literally had a remote control for it, so yeah. if you really felt like it, you could remote control so, like, it out to people. you just have to focus on that and not talk to people. Instead of walking <laughs> out with them? Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, you would have to put the sodas on the tray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then you could send them out and, and pretend also, to talk through it. And him. your friend Ted would probably just trip over the dead Right, and, and I mean, of course you would, because he's like, he's Ted's like a two clot. feet tall. Yeah. I hate Ted. <sighs> we all doesn't? Do. Let's face it. We all hate Ted. Stop inviting him to our parties. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> All of those parties that we've been having over quarantine. Uh, okay, so... We have not been having parties. No, before. we have not. <laughs> so there's a musical number that is maybe a dream. I don't know. This sucks. This... I, I don't... Listen, I but you guys have been really forgiving costume. of the music so far, but fuck this song. Come Aww. on. Which one? Now this is I the found one, my little bit of heaven? This yeah. is this is the one on Mars or some shit. It's good. <laughs> God damn it. I, I want you guys to know that the amazing costume that looks like it's partly made out of marshmallow fluff that she's wearing. Mm-hmm actually went on auction in 2017 and somebody bought it for 500 bucks at Bonhams. That's it? Why That's didn't it. I? Why wasn't I the one it to buy that? It was the boots. It even had the little hair scrunchie with it. The little lunar hair oh, scrunchie man. or whatever. For 500. 500 bucks. That's it. That's it. And it came with a concept art I would think too. you would add like three zeros to that. <laughs> Fools. All of them. Yeah. I guess I, I just have. don't know what things are worth. I would have thought that she would have kept it, considering she's a billionaire. You'd think that she'd just be like, I'm keeping everything from everything I've ever done. I'm going to buy another house to put extra She is lucky she's in. a billionaire, because she doesn't seem to be that successful. Listen, I don't know. She she won a Golden Globe somehow. She won a ton of Razzies, too. I spent a lot of time looking up Jermaine Jackson and Piazzadora today. She didn't really win it. She totally... Uh, allegedly... Let's say before I get sued. Yeah. She allegedly had it paid for by her billionaire husband. Mm-hmm. There was a big controversy about it. But you I know, read about that. But she's pretty okay. You know, like I think she's good enough that I wouldn't be surprised by her winning a Golden Globe as best new actress. Like that wouldn't really shock me. 
<laughs> I don't know who she was up against, but I don't know. She seems pretty good. I've only seen her in this and Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. <laughs> she was great in that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been a little bit of time between when I first saw her. And and uh, it cracks me up. My I have the tape of uh, the embassy tape of Santa Claus Conquers the Martians there. Versus the Martians? Conquers? Conquers, yes. Yeah. Uh, on the back of it. Before it says anything about the movie, it just says, it has two pictures of Pia from that movie yep. and her now. And it just says, Pia then, Pia now. <laughs> and that's like the big selling point on the back what of like. What the fuck? Yeah, it's like, who cares if she's like a hot girl now? Like, you're buying she's this movie where she's child. like a five-year-old Martian girl. Oh my God. <laughs> I think somebody should investigate the person who put yeah. that fucking graphic together. Um, it's just the <laughs> oddest selling point on the back of that movie. Dropo, you're the laziest man on Mars. <laughs> Um. Anyway, well, back to our aliens. Yes. We, uh, after after this little uh, interlude of daydream duet. Yep. Uh, uh, Absid realizes that quote, this could be a lustful, degenerate, and then something else mission. <laughs> I can't remember. I, I ran out of writing. because he has some sort of like. So he has I a, ran out of writing. I ran out. I ran out. <laughs> Pen ran out of ink, and I no. just gave up. I, I wrote etc. <laughs> yeah, you ran out of desire to continue to write about it. But this is like one of those fucking 80s tropes that's like so, so awful now in hindsight that it's like, but they nip it in the bud, so it's actually kind of okay. Mm-hmm. It's funny how quickly they nip this in the bud, too, where they're like, I've created a sexual response stimulator that's going yeah. to make all the ladies horny. So you've so, got an alien electronic roofie machine. Yeah, basically, basically. basically. I'm and cool so dude. yeah, <laughs> really good hero character. But luckily, he brings it in and it goes wrong, and then a bunch wah, of dudes wah. try to sexually assault him, and it's funny. It's a pig pile. But then they break the machine before anything terrible happens. It is kind of funny, and they don't actually do any like um over the top gay jokes which were another thing that could be that's true a, a, a yeah. pr- problematic from movies from this time really period. Yeah. oh god i mean and they kind of did there were a couple of little moments they had some they had some dialogue that was mildly problematic but overall not bad well at any rate mm. Dee Dee comes in and it's Dee Dee to the rescue. Yeah. I- I'm the president of the first aid committee. <laughs> Can I get you a doctor or a milkshake or something? A doctor or a milkshake. Those <laughs> are the two options. That is a good that's a great line. I'll take a milkshake. Yeah. Always. I don't think I would ever refuse that. Could it be served by a doctor, please? <laughs> and, and and this kind gesture means that Absid offers to let Dee Dee sing with his band. Yes. yes. And then another shitty song plays while uh, one of the aliens picks up samples of poop. Not sure what that scene was about, but that's what they're doing. There's some little jumping around here now where we wind up suddenly at the state hospital for the criminally insane. Oh my God, that just goes out of left field. Uh (laughs) By the way, we need to go investigate the hospital for the criminally insane. Okay, I'm following you. Do you think this movie had a lot of extra parts? Like, I feel this movie already runs pretty long for this yeah, type I think of you're thing. Right. Like usually something this goofy I would peg at like being like an eighty minute long movie. But this is a good hour and thirty five minutes. Yeah, I have a feeling this thing clocked. And I wonder in if over I wonder two. if like the final yeah cut was like two hours oh, and twenty man. minutes. And I can almost see guarantee the it. Yeah. Because I think they didn't want to run the songs their full length and then somebody at the end was like, No no no, you're gonna run these the full length. These like every song has to go. It's in our contract. Because no. the whole point 
is like this is just basically like a showcase for all these bands that mm-hmm. some record label had. Well, and also, since it was entirely funded by her billionaire husband, it's a showcase for Pia Zadora. Was this movie produced by him? Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't it was know. almost entirely funded by him. Oh, okay. I mean, why not? You're a billionaire. Exactly. Why not? Make some rock and roll aliens. <laughs> Hire a chainsaw murderer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why not? Um, yeah. I love him in this. And we're just meeting him now, right? Too? Yeah. He <laughs> just So this guy just shows up and he's like, well, I'm I'm here and I can't seem to figure out how to get in. And then a chainsaw Why cuts through the wall. Why was he going there anyway? Did I we ever know. say? We, we never know. said. Okay. He's just there at the gate. Okay. Yeah. No, we don't Fair know enough. why. I'll allow it. Okay. <laughs> so chainsaw cuts through the wall and he falls backwards into the insane asylum and Michael Berryman escapes with a massive chainsaw. Followed by some guy carrying it like an iron lung or something on a little red wagon. And I just found out from my brother, as I was saying before this podcast started, who is a chainsaw enthusiast. (laughs) Yes, my brother collects chainsaws. Chainsaw enthusiast is definitely something that shows up in a report about a mass murderer. (laughs) He is a very nice man. Uh, He said, this is a McCullough, and uh, we call it a Mac 10. (laughs) So Michael Berryman's got a giant Mac-10. Because I sent my brother this picture because his chainsaw is enormous. It is insane. And I forgot what kind it is, but my brother was showing me his newest acquisition. And it's this chainsaw from 1974. It's enormous. And there's one other one that he's trying to, like, track one down that's even bigger than that one. Uh, But, yeah, it's like a ridiculously Does he have a chainsaw chainsaw. testing room like Texas Chainsaw (laughs) 2? No, he does not. Damn it. Give him time. He's he's living in Sanford. He plans to move out into the sticks. So, yeah, I'm sure he'll get some (laughs) giant-ass log to to chainsaw fight with in the parking lot (laughs) driveway once he does. Excellent. Uh, So, all right. I love when Michael Berryman, too, knocks him over and he's just like... (laughs) Oh, and the alien's like, oh, I'm sorry, was I in your way? Yes, I was just heading out. And he's, just <laughs> he's all out. super polite with his Michael chainsaw. Michael Berryman is very polite. Yes. He's, he's, it carries I love his over into this. his character. <laughs> so at the teen hangout, Absid gets caught with Pia, and the gang take him back out back to work him over to the tune of a shitty rockabilly song. And uh, they can't get him because he's got a force field. It starts out being like negative scratches, so it's like, special effect force field mm. and then it turns into just a big piece of plexiglass and it's got like <laughs> scuff marks all over it wherever they've hit it which is very funny um okay so now the two mental patients go shopping for guns and they just start p- pull <laughs> filling up a giant cart with uh, just heavy automatic, armament yeah, automatic weapons and whatever bazookas yeah oh no everything but, everything everything but, but the, bazooka. the bazooka i've got the grenade launcher <laughs> yeah yeah, it makes. And then makes, they wave oh, at the sheriff. Oh, and, he, and he calls the, he calls the grenades pineapples. Yes, like when he's like, "Ooh, pineapples!" He grabs grenades. <laughs> it's it's a great political statement. I mean, really, which is sadly still relevant. <laughs> oh well. Uh, so back at the diner, Absid kisses Dee Dee and then passes out. Mm. And, uh, then, and Frankie, Frankie says. I want to know where that alphabet creep is. <laughs> <laughs> and his alphabet soup friends. Yes. <laughs> you what know, a weird idea. That's like, a great Christian puppet show name, by the way. The alphabet soup friends. Yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a weird idea to name them all strings of alphabet letters like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, it's it's got to be a takeoff on Devo. Just somebody who saw the Devo outfits and was like, 
Oh, it's a random made-up word that just is on there. I mean, because it's in the same place that Devo's name tags are. So, I don't know. Whatever. So, oh, this is the, the great joke at the... Uh, the police station. <laughs> Am I speaking to the widow of John S. Lamont? Yes. I'm not a widow. The hell you're no, not. You're not. <laughs> Click. This is the hardest part of my job. Five chainsaw murders later. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So now we're at the cotillion. At for- Heidi High School. Oh, Heidi High. Is, is that a joke or is that? <laughs> it has to be. I was looking at it. It was like, what is? F- it's funny, but like I couldn't figure out what's funny about it. It's like Heidi High, and they had like a little girl statue. Yep. So I thought it might be in reference to the movie Heidi, probably, which I've never seen, but I think it's about a girl named Heidi. No, it, you read yeah. that completely wrong. What the <laughs> hell is wrong with you? My God. <laughs> so maybe I'm assuming things, but like I didn't know if there was any kind of joke there or if it was just high and high together. Was that, was that the humor joke? That's the humor joke. That's you got it. Joke. You have <laughs> figured it out. You've unpacked it. Brilliant. Congratulations. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, so now... Have good brain. <laughs> you have the best brain. The best brain. Uh, we get uh, that fake Stray Cats band playing while Michael Berryman chases a cop around the boiler room. <laughs> They do a dance fight here. They do, and they do a, a, a killer appliance fight. Oh, well. this is so oh, good. So beautiful. Did, I love and did this. you notice that his uh, his patch, his sheriff patch on his arm, is a radiation symbol? Yeah, uh, she hers is too. All the cops have yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> beautiful. Yep, good stuff. <laughs> but they're still using electrical appliances. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. They. So basically, he starts out with the chainsaw. The chainsaw stops working. He grabs a an electric carving knife. Yep. And he's like, ah, I got an electric carving knife. He drops that. He and then he's got a hand he mixer. Cut, he cuts the cop's gun with the knife, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. The yep. cop draws his handgun, and he chops it with an electronic kitchen knife. Yep. And then he uh, he gets he's a... an egg beater. He's got yep, an blender, egg beater, a yep. can opener. And then he has an electric toothbrush, <laughs> which is the thing that finally finishes the cop <laughs> off. Uh, just off. yes, just no. so that they can make that joke later. So, yeah. Somehow the uh, our aliens get teleported into the gym through the toilets. One of them gets stuck One in a urinal. One of them took a wrong turn. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> that's where the cop says that he got the brush off. Uh, so I wish there were pooping pals in there too. And when they came through, everybody like shot off the toilets and over the stalls and landed on the floor. You know. That would be that would have made more sense for yeah. that whole gag if they really had people in there and then they were all blown out of the stalls. Yeah, that would have looked great. Yeah, it's weird they didn't do that. <laughs> so Pia breaks up with Frankie. She's looking to the future. Yeah. So he's holding her back, man. And, and, and the future means that there's going to be a dance-off battle of the bands. Yeah. There sure is. She gets beamed onto stage with fake Devo, and a crazy dance number ensues. <laughs> Now, I don't know how this works. Did anybody <laughs> did anybody track how this uh, this battle of the bands works? What what were well, the, the rules? There was what? apparently two stages. And so, like, yep. Each yep. band just stopped playing like on a dime. Like this was like super rehearsed. Okay, uh, so my my all I could think was that like one band is playing, and then whoever gets the most audience, like they turn down the music as the the crowd goes over to the other yeah. side or something. I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. 
I'm no, gonna... I think every time the next band starts playing again, the audience runs over to that yeah, stage. Yeah, exactly. Okay. What it was alternates going on. back and forth. But they seemed no. But Frankie's band was like really disappointed because they didn't have as many people. Like they kept getting mad because more people were going over to the other side. Like, well, and well, they weren't new waves the way of the future, man. It is. <laughs> Gotta evolve or die. Nobody yeah. wants a saxophone and and flame covered bass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I agree with that. Nobody does want that. <laughs> so, Dee Dee's friend, the grease monkey, uh, Diane. Diane. Yep, she goes looking for Frankie, but she finds the chainsaw killer. The escaped maniac killer. <laughs> he chases her around the school, but then he starts having trouble with his chainsaw. Oh, nuts. And he kicks it. Yeah. I love how defeated he's. And then she's, she's like, like, hey, that's no way to treat your tools. no way yep. to treat your tools. <laughs> yep. She takes, she takes a giant rack of ratchets out of her, uh, out of her purse and uh, lays them all out and helps him fix it. And they bond over fixing the chainsaw. Yeah, she scolds him for poor chainsaw maintenance. When was the last time you lubricated this thing? <laughs> oh, never. <laughs> so sad. And then there's like all sorts of crazy jump scenes. Like it gets, the movie just gets crazy again. And it never did get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so you have Dee Dee and Absid at the lake and there's mm-hmm. the tentacle and yep. she explains the acid rain mm-hmm. thing as much as she can. <laughs> and then, oh my gosh. We never see the girl with the candy bars again. No, no I no, thought she's she, probably I, just as well. We mm-hmm. kept seeing her so many times during that first video. I kept cutting to her that I really thought she was going to like be a factor in <laughs> saving the day at the end. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's very strange, but nope. Um, oh, but also here, the principal tries to cancel the cotill- the cotillion because of the murders, and everybody boos him off stage. They yeah. laugh at him. I go, that's the reason. F that. And then one of the killers tries to murder the principal with the a breather. with a sandbag. Yes. Yeah, the breather. the breather. He sandbags him. Yep. Funk. <laughs> yep. Well, this is the second movie with the breather. Uh, he was also the villain in uh, Student Bodies. Do you remember? That oh, movie, yeah, because yeah. he, he was whatever they show his point of view, he's always ah. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh my it's god. The breather. Student bodies. <laughs> it was like the thirtieth anniversary of student bodies the other day. Thir- uh, it must have been fortieth. Oh, movie came out in eighty one. Yeah. Oof. Me and that tape are the same age. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> oh man, yikes! So Didi's now hired for the band, which isn't a band. But he explains that he's an alien. Yeah. But don't worry, we'll get you a green card. Yeah. And then she finally figures out what he means. Oh, so crazy. And uh, Frankie breaks up the pack. It's going to be no more head stompings. No more no more curbings. You know, it's, it's, it's all over. so weird. And this he, is sm- a thing. <laughs> he smacks them around. Yeah, he also beats them he up to say there's no like, more violence. Need I elaborate any further? No more Violence. <laughs> yep. Okay, Frankie. <laughs> yep. They bring Dee Dee up to the spaceship, and she can't stop pushing every fucking button she I lo- sees. I love that. Ooh, video games. There was an arcade machine up there too. It was like a Defender machine up there. But uh, she could have just blasted off. <laughs> she could have. <laughs> she could have done anything. She could have yeah. nuked the planet. Exactly. Um. Yeah. But now Frankie's gonna have his emotional moment. He's all by himself, and he's so sad. 
and he I'm, sings I'm, to a photo. I'm committing an emotional homicide. I'm committing an emotional homicide. <laughs> the song is called Nature of the Beast. This reminded me a little bit of um, Better Off Dead, where he was so obsessed with his yes. girlfriend and that, that she had his, her face on everything. Yep. Like, when he opens his locker, and he's got that like, giant <laughs> yep. shrine to her inside there. <laughs> oh my god, this has the worst lyrics. This song has the worst fucking lyrics. Oh, what was it? The, the line about the quota. It's the, I, I'm keeping up my status quota. Yeah. Yep. The nature of the beast doesn't want to end up alone is a line in this. <laughs> cool. And that's with the sad looking cougar. And then the two dancing ladies Cat that are kind of dressed up like. With Half. like one pant leg pants. Well, yeah, spandex. Like, and they've also got like cat makeup on one side of their face and they're kind of dressed like cavemen or whatever. And, uh, Animala weird. did it better. Yes. Yeah. Animala did it better. <laughs> Way better. And, and then the song Fold ends. Fold in the middle. <laughs> Fold in the middle. So the song ends and he he leads the cougar back into his locker. The, lo- he, the cougar just walks away like through the wall. And you're like, like what the- is going on with the architecture in this school? <laughs> Are you right? <laughs> yeah, the locker is an is a door that you open up and it's like a room behind the, <laughs> the locker. you get to Narnia. <laughs> Past the Didi Shrine. Yes. Yeah. So now the gang wants to kill Frankie. Yesterday's garbage can still kick up a stink. Such a great line. That's what this movie has in spades, too. Like it's got so much clever dialogue like that. That's so cheeseball, but like really yeah. clever. <laughs> right, but it is it's also not it, it's not cliche. Yeah. It's it's stupid and like fits the movie because the movie's goofy. I but really like the wordplay to rewind like way back when the when they're telling the robot that he needs to disguise himself. And he's like, in all the planets we've been to, have you ever seen anybody that looks like you? And the robot's like, no, but and they're like, yeah, no butt, no lips, no hands. Like, <laughs> like that's just clever. <laughs> oh boy! All right, so I love that kind of stuff. Yep. This is where are we now? Uh, the pack is going to kick up a stink. Right. <laughs> Dee Dee's going to go back to their planet with them. She's agreed. She's like, oh, yeah, you know, that'll be cool. But then he's like, oh, and also you're going to have to have an operation to take all your love away. An emolectomy. Yeah. yeah, what was up with that? And explain this. Like, so what is he obsessed with her for if he's had all of his love taken he's away? He's malfunctioning. He's going to have to get refreshed or whatever. Oh. Yeah, he does say he needs to be refreshed. Yeah. I thought so he it's might not have been permanent. a robot earlier when he blew up. Like, <laughs> oh, I thought he might have been a robot when he was a fucking toy that they put into a <laughs> pneumatic tube, and then he turned into a full-size person. Oh, robots don't grow in size, silly. Uh, Ultraman. Oh, shit, Ultraman's a guy. Damn it. <laughs> you got me there. Um, okay, so the punks are going to stop this alien invasion. <laughs> now that they've figured out what it is. I guess. Because two of them have seen them go into the phone booth, right? Yeah. To yeah. Disappear. Yes. And so they're like, let's go figure out that phone booth and go vandalize their ship. <laughs> yep. And Dee Dee bails. She's like, well, I don't want to have an emotionectomy or whatever dumb thing that is. So. I love how fast she makes up her mind. Oh, yeah. She's like, <laughs> nope. Oh, well, that doesn't work. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I'm going to go back to the other guy. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, he basically was like, oh, all you have to do is get lobotomized. Yeah. And she's like, oh, cool. So I'll be going and you can <laughs> fuck right off. Yeah. Um, so Frankie is 
fighting the breather in the hallway here. <laughs> Somehow he's looking for Dee Dee, I guess. Is that right? Is that what's going on? Because he like he's walking down the hallway and he's like, Dee Dee, what's the matter? Are you having an asthma attack again? <laughs> he just assumes she's going to be looking for him, I think. Um, he's yeah. Self-centered. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen what he looks like with his shirt off? I think she's going to be looking for him. Um, it's pretty damn nice. It's pretty amazing. Uh, so Don't talk to Greg Schaefer. <laughs> He'll punch you. <laughs> I just want to talk to him about this movie. I won't even talk about Nightbreed. Um, Why does he hate the Nightbreed? I don't think so. How could you fucking hate Nightbreed? I sure as fuck don't. It's like the only good thing he ever did. I mean, except for this, and obviously. This. <laughs> don't bring up instant karma. No. No, boy. <laughs> so... Frankie protects Dee Dee from the killer, but the tentacle monster is fighting there too, I guess. Sure. Yeah. So, Why not? Like, he just, he manages to kill the, the breather somehow. Well, the, the breather cuts his own power cord off. Yeah. Yep. So now he can't breathe. And they bummer. Bummer. But he also electrocutes himself, right? Well, because he cut the power cord. Okay. He put his knife into his own thing. He, Jinkies. He did, it was a multi-pronged uh, accidental suicide <laughs> <laughs> okay so there's there's now a giant tentacle monster wrapped around the entire building which, sea monsters it's horror which looked pretty good it looks fantastic it's amazing I mean, cause that's it's like really there like that's yeah. like a giant inflatable whatever the hell it is beautiful colors it is pretty beautiful that's another thing with this movie as cheese balls it is like the, the special effects are great the creatures that they the, the tentacle monster is great i love the set design they everything, try everything looks so good in this yeah they're they're trying very hard mm-hmm. um and they nailed it they nailed it <laughs> uh so chainsaw killer and grease monkey lady are now falling in love <laughs> and so hilarious. and so the chainsaw killer does battle with the giant killer tentacle at her behest and then he just chip cuts off just the tip of the tentacle and it dies yeah Bubbles come out. Bubble, bubbles. <laughs> I, I had read that it was originally supposed to be blood, and they felt that that did not work with the lighthearted nature of the movie. <laughs> so, right. sense. so they changed it to bubbles. And I, nice. yeah, it's, it's so much bubbles better. was better. Yeah, yeah. Absurd. absolutely. Absurd I really wonder, like, if they were. I want to know what the discussion was like. I bet. I bet they thought that <laughs> bubbles was so stupid and silly, but they're just like, fuck it, let's do it. Let's do bubbles. Like, what else I mean, become? The blood doesn't on. seem to work. Like, at this point, really? Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. were they gonna? It's it's time to double down at this point in yep. the movie. So, all right. We so just, now we need to add the sheriff back in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now Dee Dee is finally in love with Frankie again, because why not? And then I, that part slightly bothered me. Oh, slightly. <laughs> okay, a lot, a lot. He didn't change. He didn't have any kind of nope. arc where he got better. Like no, he, well, he was done he with the pack or whatever. Promised he was gonna get better, but and then he was just well, like, okay, I guess I'll let you sing with me again. But, okay, I don't want to get. Does she even know that he said that the pack was dissolved? She doesn't. Even she doesn't know even that know that. She doesn't care. And she's like, I'm going right back to him because other guy's gonna give me a sex yeah. lobotomy in yeah, space i don't want the sex lobotomy so i guess the guy that i dumped is good then now yep. good enough <laughs> but have some respect <laughs> Jeez, yeah uh have some self-respect that's what i mean yeah <laughs> and then the sheriff shows up because they found a steamroller somewhere so they decided we to do the- found our equalizer yeah <laughs> 
and they run over to innocent delivery men and turn them into black and white cutouts. <laughs> Platinum. Cool. They like flattening people. In they this love. Movie. They love that full size printer. They have yeah. So much. Why <laughs> get? Like it, it's like it's like the uh, assistant director's brother worked at Kinko. Isn't there? Like, <laughs> we're gonna totally take advantage of this. <laughs> oh, maybe he's a billionaire from Kinko's. Mm. Maybe he owned Kinko's. Maybe that was it. Um, so we're all shocked when we find that there's a uh, a joke about a dog peeing on that fire hydrant. That. What? Yep. Yeah. Who would have Who would have ever guessed? It I was l- frankly kind of shocked that they didn't do that yet. Like, I was surprised that <laughs> it was a long time. I thought it was going to be a runner. I was surprised that that wasn't like every like he was going to keep getting peed on. Every yeah, like every minutes. fifteen minutes yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, nope, not really. So the aliens what? return to the ship, and Abacuba is broke, is heartbroken, and the punks have spray painted and broken everything, and uh, then they left. So he let the other guy dry. Yeah. And then they turned all the punkers into Boy Scouts. <laughs> Frankie's changed. It's going to be all duets from now on. Yeah. Dee Dee and Frankie. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, it's going to be Frankie. No, oh, first he said Frankie first? and Dee Dee. Then he's like, <laughs> no, wait. Dee Dee and Frankie. It's that pregnant pause he has in the middle. Dee Dee and Frankie. <laughs> Baby, I've seen that kind of gesture before. It doesn't fly and it doesn't stick. <laughs> no, no, it's not going to work out. Um, the, you know he's going to be rolling with the pack tomorrow. <laughs> well, I mean, especially now that they're Boy Scouts. Oh, yeah. Uh, so. Is yeah. that permanent? <laughs> I believe so. I believe they are now permanently. Is that what these aliens did? They just completely warped like 10 dudes' personalities Jesus. and left the planet? Yeah. Yeah, that's horrendous. <laughs> Wow, that's not great. It's an attack. <laughs> it's an attack. <laughs> uh, so now we get stop motion flowers opening, suggesting something. <laughs> I didn't get that. Well, you see, when the rain begins to fall, you ride my rainbow in the sky. Uh, and so, yeah, they do the same song from the beginning in front of the local weatherman's green screen. <laughs> yes. It's like, lo- the, it's like when you make those music videos at the mall. Looks like, <laughs> <laughs> Karaoke. Right. Yeah. I was expecting to see like the lyrics yeah. showing up on a little monitor next to them. <laughs> that would have been great if they cut to that for a bit. That would have been a great little gag. That would have been fun. And that's it. That's this insane oh, oh, movie. Oh, wait. No, they oh, saved no. the best for last. The sheriff and the deputy go out windsurfing. Oh, that's oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I did, too. <laughs> it's almost just like... Because you like you look at it, you're like, huh? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got like we got like 80 year old Ruth Gordon here. Throw her on a windsurfing <laughs> and give her a crazy outfit. Yes, you know. Yeah, man. We we don't want to we don't want people think we didn't get crazy enough in this movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't think anyone's gonna gonna say that. So yeah, we we hear that rainbow in the sun, <laughs> rain or whatever it's called again. Uh, that song I love that I can't remember how it goes. Yeah. But uh yeah, so apparently that that's the same song that we saw the music video with Jermaine Jackson in yeah. the beginning of the yeah. movie. Um but from also what I've read online, this was supposed to be in the middle of the movie, that scene, but it tested poorly in test screenings, so they or maybe that wasn't even in the movie at all, but they said it tested poorly, so they moved that to the beginning. 
But it's still like I can't even place that. Where would that video go in the middle of the movie? <laughs> I can't. Like, the video imagine. doesn't belong anywhere. So it's just like I don't even. I can't for the life of me think nope. of where that would fit in the movie. Like, huh? That's insane. Yeah. Listen, I don't want to get too academic here, <laughs> but you will notice that that video does have the same plot as the movie. Oh yeah. And that basically the and that if you were. Maybe I'm the idiot. That understand where, where if I you were on. surprised by the turn where she's like, she's going back to the bad guy who really has just been a shit. She <gasps> oh goes back to the bad guy in the music video Poor too. Jermaine. She leaves Jermaine and is like, oh yeah, the asshole from this gang. Eh, you know what? I'm gonna go with him. See ya. Bye. Well, I can't be blamed for not noticing that. I didn't watch it seven times like you. <laughs> I did watch it seven times. Listen, it took me until this time to realize what was so weird about the guys on the white dirt bikes in that video. I was like watching them ride and I'm like, what are they making me think of? And then I was just like, oh, nuns! <laughs> and she uh, she says she thinks about being a nun later on in the movie too. Oh, Remember? Shit. She's laying on the spaceship floor and she's like, what are you going to do with your future? And she's like, oh, I thought about becoming a nun or something That's else. That's where they were going to put it. Oh. She thinks she's gonna become a nun, and that those fucking punks were nuns. Oh, oh no. my god! <laughs> Mystery song. Holy Your shit! Your brain does work good. It Your does brain work good. Work good. <laughs> good job, brain. Good job, Matt's brain. <laughs> Holy shit! Damn. I'm glad I have you in me. <laughs> it's yeah. I'm sure it's really helpful. Oh my god, that's fucking wow. crazy. That 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 you're totally right. I bet it you're totally all right. came together. Yep. Wow. And then huh. they tore it apart. Yes, because test audiences hate it. <laughs> because when the rain begins to fall, <laughs> you'll ride my rainbow in the sky. Well, I wonder if it did go in that part, and then they still did it again at the end. And people were just like, Why are we hearing that song again? Maybe that's what they hated, so they split those two things up. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, you can kind of bookend a film with the two same two songs. Yes. But well, I mean, especially them, like just a few. They would, they would, they would have been other, fifteen minutes apart ugh, at the minimum. That's right. Too much. And especially if it is a, you know, if you really are pretending that this is like a Broadway style musical, you can call that like the opening and, and the so, motif. Right. Exactly. So you have like your your theme and your returns and all that yep. stuff. So almost works. The oh, refrain. Boy. The refrain. <laughs> yeah. Pretentio terms. Pretentio terms. <laughs> so the reason that this movie looked so good and was the Star Wars of its day is, of course, because the cinematographer was, of course, Star Wars cinematographer as well. Seriously? So Gil Taylor, the cinematographer <laughs> from Star Wars, was on this movie. I did not know that. Yeah. Insane. So... This it had it basically failed all over the place. Like they didn't want to release it in theaters, and then it just sat on shelves, and they couldn't figure out what to do with the VHS tapes. And they were like, "Ah, well, it's so damn strange. It's like, so strange. How do you market this? <laughs> exactly. So when it finally got out, it went to Canada as a TV movie on First Choice Super Channel. Whoa! And played on like massive late night rotation. Which makes sense. Okay, because, yeah, that's that was one of my thoughts when I was watching this. Like, how do you market this? Who is this movie for? Like, it's it's just definitely an extremely niche movie. Like, there's not... Yeah. The general pop public is not going to like this movie. Like, 
No. You, you gotta be you gotta be open to like just absolute it's absurdity. It's something like Surf Two, which is another yes. one of my Very favorite surf VHS two. Yep. movies. Yeah. yeah. I, I only saw Surf Two once at um Matt from Abraxas's yeah. house. He did a movie party there once and I went there and I loved it. I want that movie so bad. Yeah. And Eddie Deason was the villain and it was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy from Popcorn. Oh yeah. Also. Um this was John Waters has said that this is one of his favorite movies of all time. Aww. And that's why he that's why he cast Pia Zadora in Hairspray. <gasps> oh, neato. Whoa. So I thought that was pretty cool. And something that also I was excited about and also pisses me off as somebody who wants to do cool things but doesn't have Alamo's money. Alamo has a 35 millimeter print of this and screens it regularly. Oh, wow. I'm like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Why? Uh, it makes well, me so mad they that they like have a like cool company. They Maybe are they really let you cool. Borrow it <laughs> That's or, or rent it to play a Nickelodeon here. <sighs> Unfortunately, they don't have a thirty-five anymore. But they're a movie theater. Mm. No. The but only thirty-five in town <laughs> is at the museum, and I'm not doing like fun, cool screenings at the museum. That's mm. like the stodgiest, saddest thing. We need to get a real thirty-five somewhere. But Somebody's got to install. <laughs> Fine, we'll just watch it on DVD. It'll okay, fine. it's fine. Who cares? I don't. Actually, I don't really care either. <laughs> I'll so, watch the damn thing on a laptop before coming over. <laughs> me just fine. <laughs> it's so crazy. This director is also like, his, the stuff that he worked on was like a who's who of some of the best movies of all time. It's crazy. He was, like, mostly a second-unit director, but he was on, like... He did Outlaw Josie Wales. Uh, the the fucking Iger Sanction. Whoa. The Andromeda Strain. He was the production manager on Jaws, for God's sake. Aww. Like, this guy... So he's always seen crazy ...has been stuff. around... Was that where the Spielberg nod came from? Possibly. I mean, or just the fact that at the time, Spielberg was huge. Yep. Like, that was definitely his year. You know, that was, like... He had... Really, e. and Raiders yeah, and everything, yeah. and it was a very Mad Magazine spelling of his name for yeah. the town. Yes. Oh, yep. uh, this was a this was a Mad Magazine movie, definitely. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, in a good way. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I definitely think this is one that we've been trying to get people to watch. Like we have, like forced this movie on so many different people <laughs> over the years, and n- not to mention Bill Corbett from Mystery Science Theater. When we had him, we were like really like pushing it michelle you you were in the car with me too right i believe so yeah Yeah, when we were like i can't remember where we were going but we were driving him someplace and we were like this is listen i know everybody does this i know it's like suggesting parodies to weird al yankovic and i (laughs) don't want to do this to you but there is a movie you need to fucking see this you have to see it breakfast at bentlifts yeah that's right we were going to bentlifts and he was like no really tell me i'll write it down and i'll i'll run it by everybody and uh, and i wonder it's also possible because there's so many songs in it hmm I wonder if like too many rights at stake. Yeah, if it was too expensive, too expensive. for them to buy, mm-hmm. because it is so weird. Like it seems right up their alley. Yeah, or maybe it's too much actually funny humor. I don't think so. It would be great <laughs> to put a screening of that. Oh, on when we can do things like that again. Absolutely, and I would love to put together a band to play the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Oh. I would absolutely learn all of those songs on whatever instrument anybody needed me to 
and we could do a full-on production of this. I'm going to be Dee Dee and get that suit. <laughs> See if that person who bought it for $500 wants to let go of it. Yeah. Or loan I'll it. offer you like 550 Yeah, I mean... You're making a profit, dude. <laughs> Pia Zadora is like four foot three and like 55 pounds. I don't know, man. <laughs> it so would tiny. It would look interesting on you. Yeah, I could pull it off. I think so, too. I, I have think, faith in myself. Yeah. Oh, I think it, it would definitely be a look. Uh, <laughs> those hip pockets would you know give you that Holy voluptuous shit. uh shape there in the hips those you know? pockets you were amazing you saw how tight it was on her, yeah. her. Uh-huh. Imagine, it's hard to miss yeah i can yeah. only imagine how my junk would fit into that <laughs> i saw exactly how her junk fit yeah. into it so i can i can only imagine yeah. uh yeah man well can, there it is. Can I just say that I would love to see a spinoff movie with Diane, you know, the I would the, too, yeah. the grease monkey lady. Oh, and Chainsaw? totally oh. awesome. And the Chainsaw guy. Yeah. Oh, my I God. I think that would be amazing. That that love story needs to be explored yes. somewhere. I'm fully, I'm fully invested. Um, yeah. Amazing. So any final, any closing thoughts? Or have we... Go, go watch the movie. Go watch the movie. Yeah, <laughs> Go watch this movie. Um, and, okay, so since this was a birthday present for Michelle, I think you should also plug your book coming out oh. very soon. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, it's called Bigfoot in Maine, and it's coming out May 24th. It's about Bigfoot in Maine. It is. A, it literally <laughs> is exactly about <laughs> Bigfoot in so, Maine. And also, you can pick up her book, Strange Maine, which is already which is available in stores, or you can get it on her website. At greenhandbookshop.com. Greenhandbookshop. I'll sign it for you. Dot com, and she will sign it for you. And if you are in the area, you should visit Greenhand Bookshop. You should do that. On the street. We have a lot of books. Yes. Or you should go to Coast City Comics and purchase things, which is where we are recording this live right Dude, now. If you're in town, just hit up both stores because they're across the damn street. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Stop it's, being we lazy. We make it easy for you. Yeah. Um, and Matt... Where can people find you? I don't have anything to sell. Well, sell something. I'll sell myself. You yep. can go follow me at <laughs> Matt Awkward, VHS Fiend on the Instagram, and check out a Facebook group I help run called The Video Vagrants on the That There Facebook. Nice. And you can follow us at The Funbox Monster Podcast, or at Funbox Monster Podcast, I'm sorry, and at Coast City Comics, and uh, that's it. Oh and, oh, and you can follow me on Instagram at at msoulier, or easier to spell, at Greenhand Books. Nice. Thank you all so very much, and have a lovely evening, and we will see you next week with something a little more horror-y. Yes! <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> Good night!